0: Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, from the University of Colorado, 30 years in the ring, fighting for truth, justice, and the American way, Dan Kaplan. Oh yeah, and what's more American than freedom of speech, Right. And, and so you sit back and you watch what happened on the Hill today where there was this hearing that was billed as an anti-LGBTQ violence hearing. And, and so much of what I heard sounded like an attempt to censor, like an attempt to use the horror of the massacre at Club Q to try to censor anybody who disagrees on LGBTQ policy, who, who disagrees on whether the government should be allowing let alone paying for you know surgeries that take adolescence and and cut off body parts i mean to me I, I want you to hear it for yourself but to me very very disturbing not just the underlying policy issues which i think are very disturbing but the effort now to use the, the horror at club q to silence those who i believe are right on policy now listen of course you're always going to get in any issue, any argument, you're always going to get some awful people out there who are saying horrible things, who do not represent in any way, shape or form, you know, any broader group of folks. Uh, but again, we, we see the game that's being played right now, and it's very, very concerning to me. 855-405-8255, the number. And that, you know, comes from a guy, and it's a shame you even have to throw these disclaimers out there. But, but it's part of the game the left plays, Right. They can't win the arguments on facts, logic, moral, medicine, etc. So they then pursue the politics of personal destruction. If you disagree on a policy issue, you're a hateful bigot. And all I have to say is when it comes to walking the talk and and proving my respect for and, and my love for people who happen to be trans or gay or whatever, my credentials are a hell of a lot better than theirs, and I'll include Polis in that. So, so. <laughs> that's not going to work with me more importantly it's not going to intimidate me so as as we now play some of this sound for you you know just keep in mind what's happening and and ask yourself how many people do you think are affected by this and and we have talked about some other examples right we've talked about the denver post editorials where they tried to use those deaths too falsely and i i think maliciously and horrifically try to blame people who are not responsible for the Club Q shooting, starting with the Catholic Church of Colorado, but the willingness of people to try to take advantage of of these dead bodies before they're even buried to falsely accuse others of being the cause of that death. How do otherwise good people, sane people, logical people get to that point where they're willing to do something like that? Now, I don't know the folks whose sound we're going to play for you right now, and we're trying to see if we can get them on the show and just have the conversation, have the conversation. Because, for example, this uh, survivor of the attack on Club Q, I would literally send the limo to, to get this, this individual in studio and have the conversation. I would bet you this, too, before the conversation, that I bet we ended up having an awful lot of agreement. But when you just listen to this sound,
1: is just the price we must pay for freedom in this country. That is a lie. The facts speak for themselves, and your denial of this gun violence reality is not a policy proposal. I encourage you all to work together to save our children and adults, and in turn, save ourselves and the soul of our nation. To the
0: let me address the gun thing first, okay? And I know we've done this over and over again with mass shooting after mass shooting after mass shooting. A- at this point, nobody can credibly point to Club Q and say, look, it, Club Q obviously supports the X, Y, or Z in terms of any kind of policy proposal because we don't have enough underlying facts yet, right? But, but to me, the sound I'm about to play next is, is equally important because here's where we get to the censorship piece.
1: Politicians and activists who accuse LGBTQ people of grooming children and being abusers, shame on you. As leaders of our country, it is your obligation to represent all of us, not just the ones you happen to agree with. Hate speech turns into hate action, and actions based on hate almost took my life from me at twenty.
0: 20- okay, so hate speech turns into hate action. The conversation I'd love to have with this this gentleman is. How do you define hate speech, right? How do you define hate speech? Because we're hearing it now from Leslie Herod, other elected officials, uh, you know, this message, this drumbeat from the left that, that, hey, it's hate speech that caused Club Q. But how do they define hate speech? And I bet if we could get folks in studio and have the conversation, they would have to admit in the end that they define hate speech as people who disagree with them on policy. They would they would have to admit that that is what they're calling hate speech. Now, I would hope this individual, if this gentleman's kind enough to come into studio with me, and I know we're trying to reach him and get him on the show. Hopefully he would acknowledge in the end that the no, the truth is that, that if we have policy differences on things like, wait a second, you know, should should any minor have have body parts cut off? Should anybody under X age have body parts cut off? Uh, because that they believe that they're really a different gender than their biological gender, things like that. In the end, I would hope that reasonable people would agree that, no, those policy disagreements cannot fairly be characterized as hate speech. But make no mistake about it, that is what the politicians, that is what the left is trying to do. They're trying to silence you. They're trying to silence the church. They're trying to silence anybody who disagrees with them on these big policy issues.
1: Five years old. I beg you all to consider your words before you speak them, for someone may use those words to justify action. Wait wait a second.
0: Again, this is what you're hearing from the left. Oh, no, you can't disagree with us on policy because some nut job out there might go out and kill because of it. Nonsense. Nonsense. It, 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 no thinking person should be willing to accept that logic because if you apply that logic, nobody can say anything. Nobody can say anything criti- critical about anybody in public life or any policy issue because guess what there are some crazy people out there and and with this mass legalization of drugs including this high potency pot that the left is pushing you're going to have more and more crazy people out there so no that that is completely illogical and by the way it's it's not something i would submit that that the left is willing to follow themselves right are are they willing to stop that the hateful venomous things they say I take the Denver Post, for example. Is the Denver Post willing to apply that rule to themselves? They know the Catholic Church has been the target of serial attacks in Colorado, and they know a, a non-Catholic pregnancy center got burned to the ground to protest, you know, the striking down of Roe. Yet the Denver Post is willing to come out and make all of these false incendiary allegations that somehow the Catholic Church is responsible. For what happened at Club Q? No, they're not willing to apply that rule to themselves. But they want to say you can't even have a polite, rational, well-reasoned policy disagreement when it comes to these gender issues and how young children should be taught about, you know, all of these these different sexuality issues. No, if you even talk about that, or, or if you're the Catholic Church and you just are being true to the teachings of Christ and the teachings of the Church when it comes to your Catholic schools. No, then, then you're responsible if some nut job who probably never even heard of you or never even heard of your policy goes off and kills somebody it's not only illogical and unfair it really is obscene it, it drops below a basic level of decency
1: action that may take someone's life to my fellow LGBTQ community events like this are designed to discourage us from speaking and living our truth there
0: wait a second he knows that about the shooter at club q which is another reason i'd love to get him on i'd love to know what he knows about the shooter at club q did did that shooter go in because he was trying to prevent the people there from speaking their truth on some policy issue he's obviously a murderous demon but but is that why he went in no and the other thing is why aren't and i put it generally the left including the gentleman who testified today why aren't they talking about the far more likely causes and i say that we don't have the bottom line on club q yet but we do know across a range of mass shootings what is most common you know broken families mental illness heavy use of marijuana uh, you go right on down the line why aren't they talking about the lack of a death penalty in colorado actually one witness did right and we'll get to that after the break there was one witness at this hearing. and he said wait a second. You know we need a death penalty in colorado but but why aren't they talking about all that oh uh, yeah because that would work against the left's agenda 855-405-8255 the number love your thoughts on this we'll have more sound from the hearing today at 421 on the dan Kaplis show just necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I for
1: you. For you. 421.
0: Ryan choosing the music for today's show as he always does amazing i mean truly he is like a computer back there in a millisecond he pulls up something that he thinks pertains to the topic of the moment usually he's right sometimes he's wrong but we can count those on one hand what about this time i I don't understand this one hate i hate myself for loving you you were focusing on the word hate yes and what is hate
2: Mm -hmm. speech Mm -hmm. and you know this is kind of an ironic title joan jett wrote it No. I hate myself for loving you, but what what is hate speech? And the whole thing about hate crimes, Dan, which you haven't tackled yet, which Mm -hmm. absolutely annoys the blank out of me, is Mm any time you commit violence against another human Mm -hmm. that comes from a place of hate, Mm -hmm. you don't murder somebody that you love, you're you're murdering out of some form of hate or anger, et cetera. Uh, South Park did a whole episode about how ridiculous the concept of a quote unquote hate crime
0: is yeah because i mean at that point you're punishing thought instead of action correct but, and you're also minimizing other victims i mean right i understand for those who are well intentioned on that i understand the intent behind it but but again it it goes against the teachings of dr king right it, it goes against the the idea that hey what we're all created by the same god we're all created equal and and crimes like that against any of us should be punished to the fullest extent of the law. You know, none of us is inherently worth more than the other when it comes to applying justice in America.
2: Right. And that's what I understand is a a black person kills a black person in Chicago. That's not a hate crime. A white person kills a white person in rural West Virginia. That's not a hate crime. But only when it crosses these silos of identity politics does the word the term hate crime come into play and that's supposed to be worse than well, another type of murder i don't get it
0: right now i understand why it infuriates you but it also poses a, a deeper danger right because one of the true pillars and anytime any of us are in an argument oh this is a pillar of america you know good cheeseburgers but but a true pillar of america right is equal application of the law and, and when we start to stray away from that, and, and one subcategory of that, of course, is, you know, abusing the Department of Justice for political purposes. I mean, that is really dangerous territory. Uh, and we're playing, by the way, if you just joined us, we're speaking of dangerous territory, we're playing sound from this hearing they had today on the Hill. It was a hearing designed to address, uh, quote, anti-LGBTQ violence. And listen, t- to the extent there is a surge in that, I have no problem with having a hearing on it. You know, no, we don't want any kind of violence against anybody. And if we can identify patterns, surges, let's have hearings. Let's talk about how to deal with it. But let's also be honest about what's going on here. You don't see any hearings up there about the explosion of violence against churches, the explosion of violence against pro-lifers. And it is a true explosion. Look at in Colorado here, literally, where a pregnancy center is burned down the day after Dobbs has decided to protest dobbs decision where's the governor where's the attorney general where's the condemnation there isn't any so it's implicit encouragement and approval same thing with the serial attacks on catholic churches you know to just crickets from the governor the attorney general etc which is obviously taken by those who are committing these acts of terror as approval and encouragement so i have no problem with this hearing but but you darn well better have a hearing on the explosion of violence against pro-lifers in America and against churches in America. But do you think you're going to see the Democratic Party do that? Of course not. So we'll continue to play that sound and the ongoing effort of the left to categorize any disagreement on policy when it comes to gender issues as hate speech, which, you know, the clear implication is it needs to be banned because it's going to lead to violence and they know that's dishonest and And hopefully you and others won't fall for it. I fear that way too many people now are, are unwilling to stand up and state the truth on this because they're afraid they will then be blamed you know for the next act of some demon out there just as the denver post so insidiously and dishonestly you know tried to blame the catholic church lauren Boebert, anybody else they were mad at that day for the acts of that you know non-binary killer down there hey what do you think this is all about ryan um donald trump promising a major announcement for tomorrow. He released a video showing himself as a superhero, uh, pulling open his shirt with a big T under his shirt, uh, laser beams coming out of his eyes in front of a sign that said Trump Town, promising a major announcement for tomorrow. It says, America needs a superhero. What do you think the president is going to announce tomorrow? Hmm
2: i don't know i saw that same cartoon icon you did and that's from his truth social account right yes sir yeah uh i don't know he tends to like a make a a splash he did so by declaring his candidacy unprecedentedly early you think that was a splash that was a total bomb that was a dud it turned out to be but what was the intent though he wanted that to be kind of a a yard marker, right? To say, hey, I'm running, DeSantis, don't bother, Pence, don't bother.
0: I think think that was part of his criminal defense strategy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's just, it's going to be harder to indict. And listen, I think he has been the victim of a lot of witch hunts and and a lot of, you know, made up politically motivated criminal prosecutions. But I'm just saying that was part of a defense strategy because it didn't look anything at all like a real announcement, right? A real announcement, I think, would have been much tighter and would have been followed by appearances around the country, et cetera. So I I think that was part of a defense strategy, my friend. But what do you think? I mean, he is promising tomorrow a major announcement. I'd love to hear from everybody, including Ryan, on what you think this is. His running mate already? Okay, that's one possibility. I mean, I don't know. That would be Carrie Lake, right? Uh, Why? If it's going to be tomorrow. She just lost. Well, if he's announcing a running mate oh, tomorrow. Oh, you're right. No, you could be. You, no, I, yeah. I guess it could be Tulsi Gabbard. But if he's announcing a that running would mate be tomorrow... Interesting. Let, what, let, OK, let's my, say it's either Kerry Laker, Tulsi Gabbard, yeah. if he's doing that, but would love to hear from people my, on it. You can text us, Dan, five, seven, seven, three, nine, whatever it is, Dan, what he's trying to do right now, I guarantee
2: you, especially in the wake of this poll. The timing is not coincidental. You saw it. Mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis solidly outperforming him both head to head and then also against Biden. It's something that's going to give him a leg up on Ron DeSantis, something that Governor DeSantis right now cannot do he hasn't even declared as a candidate yet so he's trying to create some daylight
0: you have a very fertile mind every everybody tell me what what do you think it is tomorrow or even what do you think it could be okay running mate that's one possibility what are the other possibilities for this major announcement because listen president is a master communicator he understands he promises something like that he's got to deliver people aren't going to pay attention next time
2: if he declares that Tulsi Gabbard has accepted to be his running mate, that, that's a game changer right there in my mind. And I think that could put Trump back on the map. I think if he doubles down with a Kerry Lake, that doesn't do anything for him. That's my, my opinion. Tulsi Gabbard changes the entire equation if, okay. if that's the pick and if that's what he does.
0: So the VP thing is one possibility. What are the other possibilities? And um, we, we may need to call a Cairo for Kelly. She is shaking her head so hard back there. I'm afraid it's defying the bounds of human physiology. Yeah, was, uh, like so a, she must think it's something else. Like bobblehead doll. Which is a great way to go into it. Now, that'd be up and down, right? I guess it could be side to side. But a great way to go into the next segment, President Trump promising a major announcement for tomorrow, and he's doing it in grand style. What do you think it is? What do you want it to be? You can text us my name, Dan, first and then 57739 I'll tell you what I think it is at 436
1: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time
0: No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that
2: add up quicker than a guest registry Way too long to Senator flip the balance of power here. But I really believe that that moment has occurred. So that gives me hope. I think for the next 10 years, we are going to be regularly changing the laws of this nation to tighten our firearms laws, to make our communities and our schools safer.
0: Hey, listen, Senator Chris Murphy, like the vast majority of Democrats, is not serious at all. And I mean elected Democrats, not folks on the street. They're not serious at all about protecting their schools. If they were serious about protecting schools... They would, right now, as quickly as possible, get armed people into each and every school the right kind of way. And it can be done in, in very thoughtful, sophisticated, subtle ways so that it doesn't disturb the learning environment while still deterring those inside and outside the school who would attack the school. Because everybody knows the truth. Everybody knows the truth. That it's in all-of-the-above strategy, but if you don't have armed good guys and good gals they're ready to protect the kids the killers get to kill as many as they can kill until the good guys and gals get there that's a simple reality and so all these lefties who put their anti-gun ideology ahead of the lives of children i I don't know how they look themselves in the mirror 855 405-8255 the number because we all know the next one's coming right i've been saying this for decades on air and it's always proven true and i wish it didn't but we know that's the reality there are multiple school shootings being planned right now for Colorado. And let's hope and pray none happen, but we know they're being planned. And we know we've had this regular drumbeat. So the only question is, are the adults going to step up and do what they need to do to protect these kids as well as possible? But so many, no, no, their are anti-gun ideology, more important than the lives of kids. 855-405-8255, the number. Hey, what do you think President Trump's big announcement is? I'll take some calls on that right now, I promise. 855-405-8255. The president saying, quote unquote, America needs a superhero, and he depicts himself as a superhero pulling, you know, his shirt open, a big T on his chest, laser beams coming from his eyes. So he's promising something big. What do you think that is? You can text me as well, Dan five seven seven three nine. Ryan, if you have any interest whatsoever, I think I have figured it out. And I'll get to that in a second. Well, can you hear what? Uh, Dan, it's Trumptown, his competition for metaverse. I had not heard about that brewing out there. Uh, obviously, you know, most obvious speculation is announcing a VP. Others saying maybe he's going to run for Speaker of the House. Uh, I believe he's going to announce his return to Twitter. I think he's going to announce a return to twitter
2: (laughs) what does that do to truth social that's a very good guess, by the way oh thank you Uh,
0: because i'm here for
2: you think about it though he's losing traction what is the best way to make a big splash and get traction back form an alliance with elon musk and this new open door that's been provided for him now with his account reinstated on twitter he might as well use it
0: oh yeah it'd be crazy not to right right? i mean it, it twitter was such a vital part of his success in 16 yeah absolutely has to now we'll We have the perfect guest coming up, right, to talk to you about this. Jenna Ellis joins us at 506, the president's former lawyer. So we'll ask her what she thinks the big announcement is going to be. And then your thoughts on that. We'll take it as well. Hey, uh, one thing that we've been talking about on the show today, and I'd really love your take on, is this hearing they had on the Hill today. And I have no problem having a hearing on anti-LGBTQ violence. I have no problem with that at all. I do have a problem with the approach taken by multiple witnesses, which is the approach taken by multiple elected officials and publications in Colorado, which is to try to label anybody who disagrees on policy as a hater. So they're trying to use the horror of Club Q to silence policy differences when the people who disagree on policy are in almost every category correct. And the people who are trying to silence them are, in my humble opinion, wrong. I'll give you an exhibit here. OK, first, I want to play this sound. Then I want to quote to you from the Biden administration official statement on, quote, gender affirming care in young people. And my suggestion to you is that if you do not disagree with this, there's something wrong with you. I mean, it, it is that bad. But of course, the left saying if you do disagree, you're a hater and you're causing this violence
1: is just the price we must pay for freedom in this country that is a lie the facts speak for themselves and your denial of this gun violence reality is not a policy proposal i encourage you all to work together to save our children and adults and in turn save ourselves and the soul of our nation To the politicians and activists who accuse LGBTQ people of grooming children and being abusers, shame on you. As leaders of our country, it is your obligation to represent all of us, not just the ones you happen to agree with. Hate speech turns into hate action, and actions based on hate almost took my life from me at 25 years old. I beg you all to consider your words before you speak them for someone may use those words to justify action, action that may take someone's life. To my fellow LGBTQ community, events like this are designed to discourage us from speaking and living our truth. They are designed to scare us from living openly, courageously, and proudly. We must not succumb to fear. We must live prouder and louder than ever before. We must continue to be who we are, for who we are is exactly who we are meant to be. And to the children watching this, feeling you may not be like the other kids, I understand you, and I see you.
0: And I feel very, very, very sorry this gentleman ever went through this. And I really hope we can get him in studio because the core question, the key question is, how do you define hate speech? How do you define hate speech? And and I think the answer, I don't know about from him, hopefully we'll find out, the answer from the left is is if you disagree on policy. This separate issue of referring to people as groomers and stuff like that, hey, I, I, I don't think, I understand what some people are doing when they say, wait a second, people who want to be teaching these kids in school, at kindergarten, first grade, or, or hiding from parents that they're teaching kids about you know gender transition and things like that, you have some people who label them groomers. You have other people who say they're trying to recruit, et cetera. The, the groomer phrase, I think, is best left for a, a criminal context. But I have no problem with people being very upset at, uh, with the idea that, that schools and other forums are being used to try to, to recruit kids or convince kids you know, that they're really a different gender. I think that is a legitimate concern on the part of parents. I I would rather folks not use the grooming term for that, but I'm not going to sit here and say anybody who uses that is somehow engaging in hate speech. But what's really going on with the left, what's really going on with the left is they're trying to silence policy differences. And let me ask you this, what person in their right mind could agree with this policy I have in front of me, and I'll get this up on Twitter, gender affirming care in young people that this is from the Biden administration. And And here's their chart, gender affirming care and young people, puberty blockers during puberty, hormone therapy, testosterone hormones for those who are assigned female at birth. So they're talking about, okay, obviously changing body chemistry to, to the extent they can, you know, turn these females into males. And then it says estrogen hormones for those who are assigned male at birth. They don't want to say born male or born female, right? But who were assigned male at birth so obviously changing men kind of chemically into women but here's the next column when is it used what do you think it says ryan at, at what age can these first be used according to the biden administration uh, what are they or or should they first be used because the whole point of this document what is being used used? to promote this gender so-called gender affirming care like uh, at what age hormone therapy at what age do you think the biden administration is saying it should be used Eight, eight is your guess. What's Kelly's? Guess? She's uh, working on some technical okay, stuff. Technical stuff. So, early adolescence. That'd be about eight, wouldn't it? I mean, early
2: adolescence. You onward. define adolescence at like ten to twelve.
0: Uh-huh. Early let's adolescence. Let's look it up.
2: It like eight to nine. I mean, yeah. what? That's a pretty vague term. Yeah, let's right? look
0: it up. And how about this next category? Well, I, I don't know that it's that vague. Let's let's look it up. The um, and I'm multitasking right now. I'm very proud of myself. Yeah, well done. Here's the next category. Gender affirming surgeries. And again, this is a White House document. Top surgery to create male typical chest shape or enhance breasts. Bottom surgery surgery on genitals or reproductive organs. Facial surgery, facial feminization or other procedures. Mm-hmm. 13. Adolescence on a case-by-case basis again that's yeah that's
2: a standard no no but but
0: it's it's not vague at all they're talking about children they're talking about children so how in the world could anybody sit back and not cry out against this policy and that is in no way shape or form disrespectful of people you know adults who are gay or bi or trans or, or anything they want to be you know that's not disrespectful at all we're we're talking about children here yeah 855 405 8255 so all i'm saying is and everybody knows it because a vast majority of humans behave this way we treat all people with love and respect regardless of their sexuality or how they identify but do not let yourself be silenced you got to got to rise up and within the political system and peacefully and logically and sensibly do everything we can to protect kids from this leftist nonsense these kids can't come back from. Real quick, Dan, so they
2: can't vote, they
0: can't have a beer, but they can permanently change their bodies forever. Great point. 855-405-8255 on the Dan Kaplan Show.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? five million illegal aliens crossed our border on Mayorkas' watch. More than 14,000 pounds of fentanyl was seized in fiscal year 2022 at our southern border. That is an all-time record high, and this is a huge problem that we must address. Secretary Mayorkas has refused to address this crisis, but we won't. He regularly lies to the American people claiming that the southern border is closed. I've been there. It's wide open. Secretary Mayorkas has failed to enforce the laws on the books, and the American people demand accountability for what is happening at the border. House Republicans are in the majority now, and it's time that we act, not just speak about what is happening. And the impeachment of Mayorkas is the appropriate place to start.
0: Well said. That's real leadership on a vital issue, and that should be happen i mean that should happen this this so undermines america uh listen to even even msnbc listen to msnbc talking about today and i understand it's you're probably real busy right now christmas coming up everything else but the border which has been a disaster under biden is is even worse right now with with thousands and thousands and thousands lined up and and flowing over the border every day and then you see Denver freaking out when they get a couple of hundred who arrive by bus. Yeah, no, it, it is a total mess. So uh, listen to MSNBC on this.
2: Over 5 million oh, illegal aliens across our border.
0: And, and again, I, I really like to see her out there doing it, you know, starting her, uh, starting her new term. I mean, I think that's what she's sent there for, stuff like that.
2: And officials on the other side of the border, who we've also been speaking with, Jose, they in El Paso, they say they just do not have the resources to deal with this many migrants. And they say it's unsustainable. And they expected the situation here to get
0: even worse. Yeah, exactly. And and obviously, as we've talked about on the show, Biden wants this. The whole left wants this. They think it helps them politically. And they don't give a darn, as I've complained about on air for years. They don't give a darn about the human suffering of the people coming up from south of the border toward America. The rape, the murder, the violence of all different kinds committed on these people. The left doesn't care about these people as humans at all. They see them as political pawns. And then listen, MSNBC acknowledging that today. We just heard some of the horror stories that people face just when they get to mexico and trying to get to the u.s they're being kidnapped starved raped extorted that's just in mexico i'm just wondering i'm not where is the urgency here where is the outrage that, that men women and children are going through hell and it seems as though unless there's some political aspect to this there's no outrage there, there's no focus that's msnbc there's there's no outrage because the left doesn't Care. You think Jared Polis cares about these these people coming up through Mexico just as and through all of South America, through Mexico to the U.S. border, just as you or I would if we were down there in dire situations, we would have done the same darn thing. But you think Polis or Biden or the left care about these people as humans? Not one bit. They see them as political leverage, you know, get them into the country and then it serves leftist purposes. So it really is sick. And I'm glad that MSNBC finally stood up and took notice. Hey, what do you think President Trump's big announcement is tomorrow? He's promising this major announcement, says America needs a superhero. We've got a good person to ask at 506. Jenna Ellis, the president's former lawyer, will join us. And some of the speculation, I, I predict he's going back to Twitter, but some of the speculation is that he's going to announce to be speaker of the house i i don't think so because as you probably know you don't have to be in congress to be elected speaker Uh, i don't think he's going to do that because he wouldn't have a chance to win because of the narrow gop margin but think about this ryan if president trump after the narrow defeat in 16 and 20 and it was bitter if president trump had had just conducted a typical kind of transition right and i'm not saying not raise the fair questions there were many fair questions about the nature and extent of fraud many fair questions i just never saw proof the election was stolen but if, if president trump had conducted a more typical transition after raising those questions he'd be a lock for speaker if he wanted it right he'd be in
2: a lot stronger position to run a third time Right. If January sixth doesn't right. happen, okay. they can't hang that whole thing right. but on I'm him. I'm talking about
0: Speaker right now. I'm talking I about Speaker. I mean, no, I, no. But think, think about it. Think how. It's think about that. Kind of a circus type move, isn't well, it? Well, but but no. Think about it in, in a in a different world. If it had been a more typical transition, think of the value to him in taking that gavel from Nancy Pelosi and being thrust into that power position to kick off his reelection. You know, he does that for one term or whatever. So if it had been a more typical transition, don't you think he could have walked in and been speaker?
2: He would have had a lot more support along yeah, those I, lines. I, When's the last I, time that's happened, though? I think an outsider.
0: Right. But but again, that's what he's always been famous for is those brilliant moves. Hey, Jenna Ellis, president's former lawyer on the other side. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?